0: Pigeons 420, Mr. Grow It, and Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, from the Stash Podcast.
1: Back from the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Chris aka Mr. Grow It, and Pigeons 420. What's up boys? Good to
0: see you guys. Good to see you. Good to
2: see you guys again. How's it been? Back from, from the from podcast from the podcast <laughs> you didn't say it this time <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm here that i got a, it right
2: that was a classic
1: yeah <laughs> a lesson <laughs> learned i guess uh, i always i feel like every time we do this i'm pre-stoned and then i get stoned on air i'm maybe i'm like the MythBuster guy but i swear there's no issue consuming on camera it's more like talking about where to purchase things because you're you know, right where to grab you things by any. trading currency for them or getting chicken yeah. feed we'll say
0: here comes the hammer.
1: Uh, chicken feed. If you have chickens and you have to feed your chicken and you're looking for those ones and they, you know, just don't germinate. You got to be careful. So yeah. that's the key yeah, that's thing, all. you know. But, you know, speaking of germination. No, you're right. You know, we're, we're going to talk about in this video growing. We're back to it. So specifically different types of nutrients. Now there's tons of different types of brands. I mean, we could take three episodes for that. But the different types specifically we're going to touch on right now would be more like your bottled whether it's mineral or salt based or organic you're looking at things like uh dry amendments if you're doing the organic dry amendments um you've got bottle yeah bottled organic was my first round into the world of of growing but and then you've also got like super soils things like that so there's a a big variety and for the most part obviously the npk the micro and the macronutrients they're gonna plants need what plants need but how they're fed and how they take things up and how you treat it is going to be different with the different types of nutrients, you know, so yeah, so a good
2: needs. a good a good uh avenue into that is um, you know, you talk about salt based versus organics, um, and just the availability to the plant, right? So, if you're using bottled nutrients, uh, most bottled lines, um, those nutrients are going to be immediately available for plant uptake. They're in an ionized form um, that the plant can actually uptake. Now, on the organic side of things, whether using uh, blends or amendments, um, organic matter, compost, whatever, uh, that needs to be broken down first by microbes in order for the plant to be able to uptake it. So um, there is uh, a difference as far as immediate availability. Um, So a lot of people, they'll they'll like the bottled nutrients. So start off with the bottled nutrients because it's so easy for the plant. It kicks in faster in a sense because they're able to uptake it immediately. And then if they have deficiencies, there's a faster recovery, right? Because if you're going on the organic side of things, um, you know, if you have a deficiency and you feed your plant uh, some organic matter, Unfortunately, that plant is still going to struggle for at least a week, you I'm know, uh, that right for now. that organic matter to break down and be available. So, um, there's some pretty big differences there. I think that's one thing that shies people away from going organic. Um, but I use both in my garden. I've used both uh, in the past.
1: So. Yeah, currently, I myself right now I'm, I'm running both. But that's where the thing is people get tripped up on is they're like, whoa, this is going to be better. I'm going to get better terps or better this. And Regardless, your plant is going to need the macro and the micronutrients. The macro being your nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, obviously, and the micro being your calcium, magnesium, sulfur, um, zinc, iron, chlorine, cobalt, silicon, seventeen fluoron, essential copper. nutrients. Seventeen. Like it's, it, the list goes on. A lot. Yeah. We'll go over that one specifically, but there's a lot of them. Try to get them as much as I can. I should have made a list. I got notes and didn't put those ones in my list. But yeah, it's insane, man. When you think about all of the stuff that you would have to do bit by bit by bit, which makes it more attractive for a lot of people in that bottled world, you go and deal with something that's done for you and mixed together. Boom, you're good to go. Now, fast forward into today's world where cannabis is a lot more acceptable and you've got businesses that all they do is craft things for cannabis. You've got a lot of organic mixes that are completely done for you as well. You know, right now I'm using the Build-A-Soil 3.0 mix. I saw you got a nice run of uh, Build-A-Soil stuff there, Chris. Definitely going to yeah, have a good run. Yeah, of. I did
2: a haul. I ended up getting a bunch of stuff off on saw Black that. Friday. They had a huge
1: deal. I know, dude. killer. for all that you got, that's going to be like years worth of grow because you can yeah. keep reusing, you know. it's And that's where I bought the blend altogether. So it was the 3.0 potting soil mix. It's pretty much the majority of what you got, but already put into one mix. So then I just had to pay 25 bucks for the bag, which is, I think, two cubic feet. And then twenty dollars for shipping. So the shipping is kind of a bitch, but you think about forty-five dollars is the cost of my plant plus water. I've had to do one top feeding in 12 weeks of growing, and that's from clone to now, you know, and so it's pretty, pretty affordable, man. And I'm gonna be able to reuse this again. So for me, leaning towards the organic side is cool, but the biggest difference was is I got this headbanger that's a fucking stressful plant. And like no matter what I do, it's always just Stressing me out. Whether I put too much or too little, it seems like there's a problem. The rest of the room is vibrant, green, and beautiful. Headbanger is yellow and stressed. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm but surprised you still smoke. run that. Dude, you I must love really like that it. Huh? smoke so much. It's my favorite bud. If that's all, that, if the only kind of cannabis that was grown, period, is that, I would be okay with it.
2: <laughs> worth <laughs> it. I'm worth all that it, headache. Dude.
1: I love it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I like shoot myself in the foot sometimes. But I got this great growing plant right now, this underdog OG with TriStar Claw don't like the fucking terp so far at all, but it's, I mean, 10 times the grower, bigger buds, easier grower, vibrant green. But with the organic side of things, the difference is, is now instead of me forcing the plant to take things, it's taking up what it wants. So I've got it like in a giant battery, it seems like in a 15 gallon pot, the energy that it's able to absorb, since it's a larger container, has been able to go longer than what it would have been in a small container with the organic mix. The plant's, basically absorbing what's already in the, the food, in the mix there. And I just am feeding the food. I'm, I'm adding some, you know, uh, recharge I did recently. Did a transplant initially using Great White. So inoculating that root system. Big shout out to our sponsor there, uh, Plant Revolution. And then you could even use something like MycoChum, again, to feed your microbes in there. That's the key thing. At that point, you want to just feed the microbes. As long as you got a healthy, you know, atmosphere, basically, you got a diverse population of soil microbes and mycorrhizae in there. That plant's going to do really well if the food is in there. So it's all working together in a symbiotic relationship. For me, that's the only way I can grow this headbanger without being stressed out because it's taking what it wants. Instead of me trying to figure out what this finicky lady wants, I'm like, (laughs) you take it. Okay. Here's a big abundance. You take what you want. Because at this point, I am almost tired of you. Like if I find something better, you're gone.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, as MC. long as you have that organic matter in there, like you said, um, and the microbes are working to break it down, it's it's uptaking what it wants. Now you get into a, a, a sticky situation is when you run out of that uh, organic matter, right? And then um, the the plant starts showing deficiencies and so on and so forth. So having that top dressing certain times, whether it be um, you know before flowering starts week three or week four in flowering, but making sure that you're replenishing that organic matter. I know a lot of people trip up on that one.
1: I did. I tripped up on that. You'll see uh, any of the Cannabis Lifestyle TV subscribers. I'll be putting out a full beginning to end organic run on that in the next four or five weeks once I harvest. And uh, you'll see that was a mistake on my part. I should have put it in around week three. I waited till around week four and you can see some deficiencies coming in towards the top area. Nothing too crazy, but not as beautiful as she once was but for Headbanger, banger it's amazing how she's growing and the biggest thing for me since it's done correctly the mix is pre-done for me i didn't have to risk me being a novice and trying to put it together um i don't really even need a ph my water it comes out from my tap around 7.6 you know which is pretty cool for me i just use a, a small boy dechlorinator so no chlorine in there and i'm for the most part just been watering no problem hey, did
2: you say 7.6 ph
1: yeah and that's out of what you're
2: putting into your medium
1: ballpark usually like after i've been mixing um some vinegar in there just to get it closer to seven okay all right but i was gonna say 7.6 is
2: high i know and i've had mine comes out close to eight whenever i toss that in there unfortunately it's a little bit too high and i start seeing deficiency so i was curious if if yeah well i mean
1: depending on what you got in there like in this mix seemingly it, it buffers a lot of it out where even if i've gone higher it still be okay but i'd rather drop it down just a pinch and keeping it organic i'm running with vinegar to try to drop that down instead of using something you know with a like an acid in there i'm not trying to run that route but with my synthetic side that's where sometimes that control is better for me i can go and do a mix like right now with my cocoa mix and how much i add to it using humble secret i'm right down at like 5.8 after adding everything in i don't have to do shit it's beautiful for me
2: same thing with blue planet nutrients half yeah, dose of blue do planet nutrients according to their feeding chart it's 5.8 which is perfect what i like to do in, in coca coir
1: yeah so i mean that's where i see like we have a video also uh, or an audio as well if you're new to the podcast uh, organic versus synthetic or mineral based and that's where i see the arguments are trying to do it but then you get into the world of, of synthetic and like there's so many different lines dude i've gone through so many creating the 420 growers club i was just a guinea pig in my own garden and got Every line from Green Planet to uh, Nectar of the Gods to fucking um, – hu- not Humble Secret. Yeah, Humble Secret's my main one, but Advanced Nutrients, House and Garden. I mean, I can't – the list goes on. Dynagro, Botanicare. Try them all, man. I, I ended up sticking with one that I really like, you know, and that being Humble Secret for my own reasons, really, because my plants reacted well to them. But the difference in these newts I've, – I've seen other people say, like, you know, nutrients are nutrients are nutrients. Not necessarily. If you run the entire line, oh. Maybe. But not all lines are still made the same. But if you try to mix and match stuff, that's where I had a lot of my issues.
0: You, I, I, would, I would recommend not mix, mixing and matching when it comes to lines, but you know, each to their own. You know, If you've got a way that goes where you're able to use two different lines, then by all means. But... Yeah, if you know
1: your chemical uh, compounds, you know the makeup of it very well, and you can have adder. do that. Don't base it on the front numbers. That's not your end-all, be-all, but... Mm -mm. it's interesting man like now i know
2: you you said blue
1: planet you use have you ever seen green planet
2: chris i mean i've seen green planet Uh, i haven't used it though that's more canada based i believe that's the only one
1: that i've had that didn't the whole line that didn't hit for me that same strain right next to each other that i yielded more i got heavier production my buds were bigger but my resin production was lower in the terpene and flavonoids everything that i like was a lot less and that was just at the time. This was like six, seven years ago. So they could have and set I it up. Say, drop I in the comment even, section if I fucked up. I was using
0: there. I was using Green Planet about the same time, six, seven years ago, and you know I I, I used the entire line, and I I can't attribute the you know any any kind of effect that had, I was too novice to really say that I flexed those lines to their full capacity that I'm doing now. With with the later half of Remo, when I had Remo, and to when I now that I have Future Harvest, I'm able to manipu- not manipulate in terms of what I'm adding, but how much and when, and if if something becomes uh, deficient or uh, uh, toxic, you know, I can I can address that relatively quickly. As you guys mentioned, you, with bottles, I can get that recovery much quicker. It, it's it, it's often just the difference of either adding more water or you know, addressing the deficiency effectively, but or accurately. But there is, I, I I stand behind. There is a difference between lines and and the proprietary method that companies are using to to give you those those end results. You know, they're, they're, they're the heavy candies or the, the 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 bud candies and your your heavy intensities in the sugar or in the late flower stage. I believe that some people believe you you need more of of potassium. Or, and less sodium and so on and so forth so there is a proprietary um, um element to these lines that needs to be taken into consideration when you especially when you if you them. follow their charts
1: too that's another thing whereas if you're following the recommended dosages like i know one company that it does a really good job with uh basically giving you a calculator that's nice is why do i keep forgetting because i'm stoned it obviously worked out very good um house and garden they got a nice little app you can get that breaks it down for you. So depending on what line, and a lot of that's another thing too, is you'll be like, oh, I use, you know, House and Garden. I use Nectar the Gaza. I use this, that's like, do you use the entire line? And which one do you use? Like Emerald right. Harvest has like a cocos, and like so does um Advance. They've got a cocos. They've got an organic bottle. They have a regular one. But then you look at how many bottles you're buying compared to other lines. You got some that are like two, just a an A and a B, and then.
0: All these other the three ones. Part, Yeah. The like three then you've got some
1: that like your base nutrients are just one. I have 12
0: flowers. I have 12 bottles. Holy when shit. It comes to my end. And and when you wow. water by, I, I don't do, I don't run a reservoir either. Now you're granted. You're not using all 12 every watering. You know, yeah. But in your line, it's going to have some point. Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, you use the first like eight bottles in the first four to six weeks. And then you're using or eight weeks. And then you're using, only four or so bottles towards uh, the last eight weeks of flower, or the eight weeks of flower.
2: Now you can still, for that particular line, there's got to be just base nutrients, right? So yeah, of course. Two what? Yeah, two bottles, course. three bottles of base nutrients, and yeah, then from believe, there is the additives, right? right yeah, which are right. usually you can like, break it down to a two. It's your choice you can, of those two part. Okay, All yeah. Right.
0: Now that would just be you know, there's a grow, and then there's a bloom. And then, of course, if you want your if you want your Kalmeg, your additional Kalmeg, and and then there's those additional bottles. But you could break this line down to two bottles, yeah. And then you can do the same thing with most. I know Green Planet had a three part system. There was an A, B for veg, and then a and then a, a bloom for flower. Yeah. So and Laura a little different. series, I think, it's similar. Yeah, you'd have like I, a three parter.
2: I, I ended up running uh, Fox Farm Trio. Uh, for the first six years of my grow career, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, I stick with them because they, they work so well. And their line is very, very concentrated. Um, so it's not really watered down. Some of these nutrient companies, they water a down. Lot. Yeah, a lot of, a lot lot of water. them water them down. Um, so it's mostly water weight when, when you're it getting is. them. But yep, um, you can get a 16 ounce uh, s- bottles of Fox Farm Trio. And with some phenos, that's all you need. Uh, now I'll add in CalMag, um, because, um, I see calcium deficiency, magnesium deficiency. So adding that on top of it, and that's usually any brand. I know pigeons we talked about a little while ago, you said you wouldn't mix the brands. I would, I would, I wouldn't mix. I couldn't do that. Yeah. yeah, The CalMag, I would go to a different one. That's fine. Like an additive would could be a different brand but the base is the I think that would be I one of your what, exceptions would be yeah. the Calmag even for your roots to, so
1: like for example I use KLN still to this day I'm a big fan of KLN from DynaGrow I started with that years ago and I still use it I like it you know and some people are like we don't like root hormones but it works really good for my grow so I I choose it but
0: I know other and the people only will reason use a different one. You know. I would only the only reason I would say not to would be more of an experience thing. I Like if you, it, I, I would just focus if you're just getting started or if you've been doing this for just a little while and you're trying to find your line. I I don't mix line. That would be my recommendation because it's just going to add a variable in that may or may not even need to be there. That's all. That's all. Oh the only yeah. I'd say no, I but agree. Because you, your case is Rob. If you've got a product that you've honed in, then yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Exploit it. Or if you've done a scenario Chris, where like
1: sorry. you overdo it. I've added. I've doubled up my amino acids before where I didn't need to. And I'm, I didn't realize right. one product contained it as well. And so I'm be just right. like, oh, well, fuck, I did, that was stupid. And that's why this line had four bottles. This line had eight bottles. And I'm like, oh, well, they blended a lot of stuff. And they made it kind of like a key in a sense where, you know, Advanced does a good job at breaking everything down. So you can choose if you want to use it. In my opinion, if you're going to get the best results with all of them, why would you not choose to do them all? It's only when you're at a $36 US price point. For like a sixteen ounce bottle, and you're like, fuck, right, I need twelve right. of these. Holy but yeah, <laughs> but
0: you're getting a beautiful logo. On yeah, the front very of that pretty ball. logo. You <laughs> might get
1: some stickers if you get a box. You know,
0: no offense, no offense.
1: And you're helping uh, Big Mike, you know, get a, a more young looking over the years. It's have you seen his <laughs> transformation? Holy fucking glow up, dude! He he was like an older fat guy. Now he's like a young thirty six year old jacked up. You know, he's clearly not thirty six with like spiky blonde hair, like Guy Fieri's bigger brother. I'm like, what happened, dude? I wonder like, if he's money. on test. <laughs> dude. Yeah, he's TRT in or something, man. Holy shit. But good for good for him. But I mean, th- there's certain companies for me where I'm like, I don't want to I want to spend my money wisely. I it's not just about how they you know the product works too. It's how the company runs. A lot of companies who are Absolutely. working with Hawthorne. So I was a big fan of General Organic. That was one of my first lines I got. I got the, the Go Box, the General Organic Box. It's an organic bottle or veganic, they claim. I got amazing results. Loved it. Then, fast forward a little you know. past then, they end up selling, General Hydroponics ends up selling to Hawthorne. Hawthorne's ran by the son of the CEO of Scott's. Hawthorne's owned directly by Scott's. So Hawthorne's got all sorts of companies. Hawthorne Gardening Company, I believe they are. So just, what's
2: bad about that? Explain to everybody So why Scott's, if cut. you
1: don't know, Scott's has been running pesticides that give people cancer for years and kind of just… Shrug about it Swipe now, down. and now yeah. they're getting in the cannabis industry, and they're hiding behind another brand. And I'm just, you know, giving. I don't want to give money to the devil, whether it's directly or indirectly. So I really, I try to choose where my money is, and I can't you work. Correct
2: with me if I'm guys. wrong, but. Their name before was Monsanto, I believe. And yes. then I believe Bayer bought them out, I believe. And I think Scott's is under Bayer. I could be wrong about that, but I I'm know those sure. are all connected in, in some way. And
1: yeah, it's the yeah. devil behind the seeds that people don't know about a lot. It, it there always is. Yeah. That's where I give yeah. big kudos to Foxfarb is they put out a newsletter to was uh, at the Grocery. store. He runs one over here in Michigan. And they said, hey, you know, a lot of our uh, con- constituents, basically like they're in politics, a lot of our other companies we work with, um, are working now with Hawthorne, and we choose not to. And while we may not be able to get as much supply to you guys, we may run into issues with distribution here and there. Our goal is to be able to work with ethical companies and do things for the community. And like, hold on, fucking respect, knows, man. Respect.
2: What was that company's name again?
1: That was Fox Farm. Fox Farm. Mm. Hey, there's a I'm lot saying. of
2: companies that are under Hawthorne, right? I mean, um,
1: lots you wouldn't even realize. I, I wish I
2: had them all memorized. Gavita is one of them that comes to mind. Yeah, Cavita. Right? Gavita, general uh, Hydroponics distribution is working with them. A lot of we got of a video
1: home. that uh cannabis lifestyle we're gonna be putting out, uh going over that because there's a lot of people who are recommending products in the Fortune Growers Club, and I'm like, that's the devil. Mm. But <laughs> they don't realize it. So we're trying to help people there. And that's the thing too. That's a good it?
0: idea. That's good, that's good content too. The the community needs that kind of thing. Appreciate and it, so bro. That's a that's a smart,
1: smart choice. Well, and that's where um, I'm at now is like that. you gotta pick and choose. So you that's you do. the thing that's leaned you me towards even organics. So um, sustainability and, and I can reuse this stuff. So I'm buying all these bottle nutrients, and a lot of it is I'm throwing it away, and it's toxic. And the the extra water, excess water, that's just unclean. I think I don't know, man. I just don't feel great. You're throwing about out it. the soils too. I was. At, I'm using cocoa, so yeah, yeah. I'm getting rid You're of the cocoa. Out the cocoa too. Yeah, wow. and I, I reused it for a little bit, and I ended up having some salt issues, some little salt built up. Wow, and he says. Yeah, and so I I don't feel good about it, you know? So I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, sustainability. I got to think about the future. I got kids. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to have mm-hmm. kids and those kids mm-hmm. to have kids. And we live mm-hmm. a long life. That's so
0: truth, man. That's where I'm that's thinking fair.
1: not just the money, but like, well, maybe I can pivot into that. Well, coincidentally, the ease of use, like we mentioned in the video of organic versus synthetic, it, for me – It's a lot less time consuming when it comes down to the organic super soil. Now, when it comes down to dry feeding, uh, top feeding with dry amendments, I still see people like Matt, Mr. Canut Grows. It looks like he just puts it in and just waters for the most part until he transplants and does a few other things. There's not a whole lot of extra top feeding you have to do. Correct me if I'm wrong, because that's more your area, right, Chris, is you're dealing with some uh, dry amendment top feeding?
2: yeah yeah the past couple of years i've been using earth dust nutrients by the green sunshine company Um so they recommend a, a initial base uh, amendment and then uh, top feeding before flowering and then 30 days into flowering doing another top feeding
1: and that's it like you just literally don't have that's the, that's the thing what is attractive for me that's it you don't have to fuck around and, and every week yeah, as long or... as you're putting
2: in ph water um you know apparently it should be good now i've had issues with it in the past where i get all the way into flowering then all of a sudden it starts yellowing out and uh you know one of the things i think it contributes to is the pot size when you when you know we talked we yeah, briefly like talked about there, yeah. it but i mean i was doing three gallon pots five gallon pots and Ooh. now i'm venturing into seven gallon pots yeah. probably go higher yeah. than that but 15. at the minimum yeah so you're in a 15 that's, gallon that's why pot, i was so able it probably of, go
1: so long and so i say recommend seven
2: you know be a good person seven, to have
1: man. on one of your talks, man, um, is the owner of Build a Soil, Jeremy. Great guy. We had him yeah. on Cannabis Lifestyle. Very, very, very intelligent. He breaks down things and That's a great company too, man. Yeah, solid company, man. I'm, I'm all about mm-hmm. them. We don't, we're not sponsored at all by them. I mean, as you mentioned in your video, you bought all the shit. But um, that- mm-hmm. Does he have an Instagram? Well. Or yeah. does he just build go to the, through the Build Instagram. a Soil? Well, just the Build uh, a Soil uh, one.
2: He runs that one?
1: 99% sure. That's how I got a hold of him.
2: Okay. He left me on scene.
1: Oh.
0: Jeremy.
2: Oh, on Instagram. <laughs> it's okay. It's you okay. I get, it. I get it. I get it. I get
1: it. It's busy, man. COVID time. End yeah. of the year. Taxes. He'll be there. But yeah, that's the thing too is, is uh, you know, the company, ethical company, but sustainability and then the ease of use where I can just water the shit for them. And you don't got a pH balance like you would in a normal scenario. People are like, oh, I got to balance it. It's like, if it comes out real rate. high, bring it down a little bit, you know, and you could use something just like vinegar. I, like uh, I've got... Uh, white vinegar I've used apple cider vinegar. I've used both and they actually mm-hmm. both work one takes a lot more than the other though so pay attention to that and then I've noticed too a lot of times some people will be stuck on the fact that like oh I constantly got to be feeding these microbes all the time again if you've got a big pot already you you do need to feed the microbes but you don't need to do it like every single time you water and I, I'm doing that on my other grow and I'm seeing a little bit of like waste where I'm not doing it here and I'm like oh well, <laughs> why would I waste it if I'm getting the same results back and forth you know it just comes down to again that the strains are going to or the the cultivars are going to react specifically i'm still saying strains strains are going to react specifically to how they're being fed not all of them are going to react the same but in the organic side it, they're going to take up what they want the bigger pot's going to be easier for them to take up what they want compared to the smaller one they're going to absorb it quick and be like i need more food you know and people will use something like a fucking um aerated compost tea like actively aerated compost tea and you can do that. I've heard some people arguing against it. You know, top feeding may be the better option, but to get it more directly to the the medium, a tea is probably going to be your better option. So, top feeding for me is what I did, and I'm seeing the slower comeback. You know,
0: I'm, I'm you about two done, weeks later. Have you ever have you guys ever done or heard of a like a dunk? No, I, I I've heard Don't someone. What do you mean by that? Like they take they aerate it. They come up with a tea, and they just take the pot in its entirety. And drop it into a tub of that solution. Hmm. Duh, to a certain, to a so it's kind point. of like wicks then. Yeah, yeah. It like the whole thing. To, yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, no, no. Uh, I, I just I don't. I'm not organic. Um, you guys take a much different approach when it comes to growing cannabis than I. Than that's I do. That's the beauty of a trio here, man. Is we have and see, and Chris is like a hybrid
1: of the two of us, even because he's like, "Well, oh, I'm doing this and this." And I'm like, "Oh, that's perfect." Mm. And mm. and that's where you get into something like deep water culture, which I'm getting ready to start another bucket of of that. I've got um, the grow Kurt. Trey's brother, he's got that going right now and, and you can't use all the same nutrients that you would. You can't use that gunky shit that you'd use in deep water culture, especially if you're using air stones in your mix, you know. Some people use like uh, air pumps and they'll do it that way, but you're getting more into aeroponics in that sense. But with the air stones, like they'll gunk up. You know, when I first started growing, I thought I could use some of the same stuff from my general organics that I could in the others. And and from what the company says, you can, but I'd need to step up my aeration quite a bit. It, it just wasn't enough, you know, and they gunked up and they got nasty and my roots got gross really fast. So a lot most times, in my opinion, at least you're going to want to go with mineral based nutrients when you're dealing with deep water culture or any sort of hydroponic that's dealing with pumps or anything submerged in there. I've dealt with salt buildup even by having the same ones for so long. I used this uh, nutrient that came in my current culture bucket. I bought a 13 gallon kind of pre done bucket for my first run. And I can't remember the name of the nutrients, but it was so fucking salty. I didn't use it for 3 months and I let it sit and it was like a diamond when I opened it. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" You you take the top off of it once and that much oxygen just like such a chemical reaction that it it didn't make it, but it was a 3 bottle part and I had great results with 3 bottles, but it was super salty. Like
0: phew. I'm I'm more of a I I I like the fact that when I take a bottled nutrient, I've got a chart on the back of the box in most cases that say Give this, 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 and this at this time with this much parts per million with this pH. And, and in most cases, I my pH comes out at about seven. So I don't even adjust. I just add, add nutrients and water. Yes. And it. it is. It is. And it's set it and forget it. I've, I've made it a regular routine that you're typically, I, I do an alternate program. Now, some people do a double feed program, um, but I do an alternate. So it's water one day, feed when it needs to be watered next, and then a water and a feed, water feed, so on and so forth. So it's just set like that. Forget it. If I see a deficiency, adjust it based on whatever needs to happen. If it's, think it's If it's deficient, in a veg stage well let's increase the uh let's increase increase one of the three four bottles or all four of these bottles and i will get a some kind of result if i'm in flour it's increase if i see a deficiency and decrease and increase the water if it's a if it's a toxicity so very simple i want a very simple i don't want to apply any more brain power than than what goes in you know it's uh everything's written down so it Tells me when I do, to do it, I mark down when I do it, and I move on. Dude, I think that's, that's comparable with it. organics,
1: though. Like, if you do that in, in, in today's world, there's enough videos, enough content out there. You got the Hobie Creek Goblet Widow, got a great course, the 420 Growers Club, that breaks that down. But you've got uh, Subcool Super Soil, things like that, where you have to do the initial research, but it's literally written down or typed up somewhere, and you could take that exact recipe and just right, do it. And then once right. you do that brainpower initially, it's not much after that. That's the, that's the argument of the versus side I'd see of the organic where it's like, well, fuck, man. If I do that initial work for the long-term gain or I do that every week work, every day work, there's a difference. I just ordered a um, fucking, what is it, uh, HydroLock auto-watering system. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be how I'm watering my stuff now. So the fact that I can just auto-water and then I got to amend it once I flip into flower, like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's going to help a lot.
2: One thing that uh, I was um, I did actually record an episode with another YouTuber last night and he grows organics. And one of the things that he had uh, given advice, I asked him, well, what advice do you have for anybody that's starting to get into organics? He said, don't try to be a soil scientist. You know, don't just, you know, you're researching all these different minerals or amendments to put, to put in there. Um, Don't try to uh, come up with your own plan. He had recommended because you're spending all this money to get in there and all of a sudden you have you could potentially have the wrong mix of nutrients, the wrong ratio. Um, so he had highly recommended that anyone who's just starting to get in there to go with something, a recipe that's been proven, you know, something like a uh, cladimus kook. Uh, I think that's the name. I don't- yeah, pronounce like it the the wrong. I'm get, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. butcher
1: names here. Anytime we butcher a oh name from the stash, you have to take a dab.
2: And he's a legend. So I apologize <laughs> if, if I said it wrong. Um, yeah, we, we but do anyways, he has a proven mix. Build a soil has mixes, right? They have on their website, I think three different mixes that you can follow along. Um, but it's highly recommended to start with something that works because if you're just dumping your money into all these different amendments and saying like, Hmm, I think it's going to work. And then like it could go salt and then you're not going to be happy when, um, you know, you spent all that money and, and that's,
0: and and that's great advice. I would say the exact same thing for bottled nutrients. I got a line of a dozen bottles. I would not say go and buy a dozen bottles. Start with their line. Start with the three bottles. Start with the two bottles and then work your way up because you will you will grow decent product with those first couple bottles. It's not until, you know, you start to figure out your swing and your routine. It's like, okay, all right, let's increase steam. Let's start adding more variables here and that's when you're going to start to see more promotion and resin and density and flavors. And yeah, yeah that's dude. why I'm, I'm at so many bottles now because I notice, you know, so, like for example, a, a, an Afghani or a, an AK, an AK-47 for me is one of the most sensitive Plants I've ever grown, and if I try to throw at it all of the bottles, it will it'll tweak and turn sideways every single time. I've got to select a few and run with those ones, you know. And ninety five percent of the other strains that I've run are very generic, very easy to handle. You know, just follow the guide, and you'll be fine. I like to increase here and there towards early and late flower, but you know, you'll find your swing. So I would recommend the same thing if you're just starting out. Don't go, don't make the nutrients be the, the 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 most difficult thing yeah don't over when you're starting it. out no because you're gonna have to deal with it. growing isn't hard but it can be if you over over simplify or over complicate everything well and that's so, where if you yeah. gradually work your way up to it it's not that
1: hard it's just like you know, prime example is in jujitsu, you start off and you're doing stuff like shrimping, which is these moves where you're like pushing out and you're like, this is dumb what kind of Miyagi right. shit is going on. Right. And then slowly, as you work your way up, you're starting to do, you know, regular things, even as a white belt. And then you're not really going to advance more until you really gradually work your way up. Just like anything, you got to gradually work. There's always your way a foundation. Up. Yeah. Start with the foundation There's that's the already foundation. laid out. No, like Tony Robbins says it. great. Don't reinvent the wheel. Find what works and implement into your life. And That's the key thing. Like You can follow exactly what I do with 420GrowersClub.com. You can follow exactly what Mr. Growit does, exactly what Pigeons 420 does, and see the, the pros and the cons, the trial and error, and the mistakes, and avoid that stuff by following a recipe that already works and a process that already works. That's what I wish I had when I first started. The only person I knew Agreed. who was on YouTube and doing it like that was, shout out to him, I see he's still out here doing it, is uh, Grow Hybrids. Dude was killing it with the fucking DWC. That's what got me into scrogging, got me into uh, topping a bunch, low stress training, all that stuff. Plant training was from him. Before that, I would just follow the back of the box and put my plants in there and they'd grow. Right, wow. but because what you wouldn't, and this is
0: why I got into this, is because what you wouldn't see were the failures oh, ever, and the troubles never. and the issues because it's like I'm plagued with all of these issues, but everywhere I look, no one has issues. Yeah, they're you perfect. Know, and, everything's perfect all the time and that's when it was like whoa 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 there's got to be a way and when i found out that oh you know there are a couple extra steps you need to take to get those great results all the time that's when i realized i maybe i could Create content that would show the good bad and the ugly and that's why I appreciate your guys's content because you guys do the exact same thing you don't just see the beauty because it, it's covered in it you're growing cannabis there's a lot of beauty <laughs> but I appreciate there's a, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of downside there's a lot of downside to that so yeah it, it, homework is is worth worth its weight in gold and there's, and there's a lot of content
2: creators that are there's a lot of content creators yeah. that are hiding their problems
0: for sure yeah you know, for, for sure they're sure. They're not. you don't it's, yeah you, the thing is you that you see them and then they're gone. Yeah. You know, you don't see any you know, we were following a garden, you know, and 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 then it's
2: gone. And it's <laughs> like, wait, what did you do? <laughs> because killing off plants and not mentioning anything like, Oh, I heard right. my plants and veg, and then okay, where's the flower update? Oh yeah, right. um already harvested. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Right. I don't see
1: I'm I'm the victim of my own uh, content creatorism of that is I need like my drama my Rob Dyrdek's drama who's just in the building with me with a fucking camera because like I forget right. sometimes like I'm in the garden because like, I know I got to rush home that so like, happens ah.
0: yep that happens ah. that happens
1: and like I'm just going to cut the plant and hang it upside down I'll be back tomorrow I'll take the family so, like, and then right. I come back and I'm right. rushing because so I got a three calls to for the force when you go to this club I'm like
0: fuck alright I do the same thing I'm like I should have just had a
1: camera on in the corner like real world style big brother just watching me the entire
0: time and then I use that piece but the difference is, is how many videos do you and myself have on bugs, on mold, on deficiencies? On, like, I'm full of them. I'm full. I have oh, yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to put them out without having in those my day. experiences. Right. Right. Yeah, and I've got enough bug and how to fix your, and I, I barely even deal with bugs, but I, I've got stuff that covers it. You know, I'm, I'm always dealing with bugs. And but, the sad
2: thing know, is, you know, on those particular videos in particular, uh, somebody new to the channel always comes on there. They watch that video. And then you get a negative comment like, oh, you're such an amateur having problems like right. that. Right. You got three oh. That's
1: easy. You just spray and walk away. I'm like,
2: well, like this two or three video comments. is to help
1: someone who is dealing with this dumbass, but thank you.
2: Right. I, like I, I'm a proponent of showing my problems. I feel like it's learning experience. Um, I said mm-hmm. this in, in one of my recent videos, but one thing I learned when I was working at Amazon is problems are treasures. Right. So look at them as treasures because you're able to then identify what the problem is, do the research, identify what the problem is, learn about it. Right. And then put actions in place in order to reduce or prevent that problem from happening again in the future. So I have no problem showing off my problems. (laughs) And uh, if people criticize me in the comment section, I just. I kind I of just look the other way, you know, if, if people want I'm pretty want
1: aggressive. It. I tell people to eat dicks, but kind of my thing. <laughs> like, let me add a chill on that. i got a couple of serious haters because they don't like being told I, that, but, you know. I,
0: I've gotten in the, I've gotten in the, the, the habit of now, po- or pinning the negative comments. <laughs> <of that. You're laughs> like, at okay, everyone, look at this dickhead. And the first, like, it gets five or so likes or whatever, six likes, because, you know, he went back and signed into all of his accounts yeah. so he could give himself five likes, right? But, uh, I I pin it and then they just get, they get eaten. And the next thing, you know, I go to look at the comment, it's gone. And I was like, Oh, Oh, did you realize that you're an asshole? And having the world started (laughs) to realize,
2: you know, Uh, but yeah, problems do happen in the garden, especially when you're dealing with nutrients, right. Um, You know, whether you're a new grower, um, you know, not feeding the right ratio, overfeeding, underfeeding, so on and so forth. Uh, One additional thing that I think we should talk about is the order that you mix in the nutrients now, particularly mm. bottled mm. nutrients. Right, there's oh, a yeah. specific yeah. Oh, order yeah. that you want to mix in. So, why um, I, I kind of talk about that? Go ahead. Uh, yep. For what on. I learned, uh, my knowledge comes from NV Closet Med Grower. Shout out to him. Yeah, dude is right. a genius. I actually consider him a personal friend. Uh, I hung out with him in person a couple times, and uh, unfortunately, he moved away. Now he lives in Colorado doing big things. I'm happy for his success. Uh, but things that one thing I learned about him, from him was the order that you should mix the nutrients. Um, so number one, he had mentioned silica. So mix that into the water first. Uh, apparently that takes a little bit to bind to that water. Um, if you're mixing other nutrients in it, it could potentially mix those other nutrients and create a salt. Um, so silica first, too.
1: you notice that, mm. you- the silica I was gonna like th- it'll make your my other nutrients. When I add it, my calcium in it turns it like coagulates in my water. Mm-hmm. If I've done that
0: before and been like, "Fuck silica." So it make and sure it. when you like the order is correct, but you need to you need to aggressively agitate the water. You need to activate and get those bubbles every every time. So as soon as you add your silica, you need to shake the shit. Agitate. Out of it.
2: To to activate, activate
0: it. Agitate. Yep. And then and then those microbes are activated. And then you can then add you gotta do that for all of those. So I'm I i will not take it. Go ahead. Go yep. ahead. So silica
2: first, course. next CalMag, next base nutrients, then additives then pH up, pH down, and then last microbial inoculants. Now, the reason why microbial inoculants is last is because um, pH up, pH down is known to kill off some form of microbes. It's not gonna wipe out the entire population, right? But if you're adding in your microbes first, then adding in your pH up, pH down, um, it could kind of kill off some of those beneficial bacteria, beneficial microbes that you just added in. Um, Now, some microbial inoculants apparently adjust the pH So you got to do your own uh, research, your own experiment to find out if the microbial inoculants that you're using, if it is adjusting the pH. Um, But yeah, that's the order. Silica, CalMag-based nutrients, additives, pH up, pH down, and then microbial inoculants. Is that the order that you guys usually do or what do you do? Yeah, very similar. similar.
1: Golden Tree uh, from Humble Secret says you have to use that first. So I've said before like, nah, and I've gone silica and then I add that and it never mixes fully. It like sinks to the bottom. So I, and they they're one of those like secret sauce Big Mac type motherfuckers where they put half of what is in the ingredients and then all of a sudden the other is proprietary and I I don't like that. I really like to know exactly what's right. in it because if I'm kind right. of mixing and matching, am I overdoing, am I underdoing, am I is this redundant? Do I need to add all these extra things? So that's the one only exception. Otherwise,
0: yeah, 100% exact same way. And some will find some will find either pH before uh, before you add anything and then some will say after based on whether or not the uh the nutrients the, the, will affect it will yeah. affect. now a- another thing i want to point out and and, I'm, and and i mean this in terms of more so people that are just starting out do not when you're choosing a nutrient yes i agree with choose a, a chosen recipe but make sure you consult with the company and the and the product that you're using because you shouldn't listen to a random guy on the internet when it comes to your inner, when it comes to your nutrients, you can literally go to the source from to the horse's mouth and ask the company, should I pH before? Should I pH after? And you don't even have to ask them. In most cases, this is already stipulated on their websites or on their, on their, 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 their forums, yeah. but just make sure if you have a direct question about a nutrient, don't ask me, don't ask. I don't say, don't ask Chris, don't ask Chris. go to the nutrient company because they have spent x hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever to create this product and have honed it in specifically for cannabis yeah and you get that information from them they know it so that would be where i would go for that information
2: well in these companies you say they the know your lifetime led grow lights yeah we'll do I, we I got will... to think
1: about it like this is these companies if they have good customer service which they all should at this point they want you to be a lifetime customer so if they don't have a group of people who are you know, that's all they do. They're engaging in the customers' questions. Move on, in my opinion. <laughs> I just because if something agreed. comes up, you got to literally ask somebody. There's companies out there that variables. will do
0: it. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah, that's coffee, a great point. Can find my goddamn Coffee. <laughs> that's yeah, dude, a good that, point. That's where and I think yep. you
1: know with you're looking at. The organic side, there's less of a situation where you have to have the the company involved. Builder Soil is an awesome company. You've got you know again with Green Sunshine Company, you've got a few of them out there that are specific brands like that but you can go and get natural things you know your bone meal blood meal Mm -hmm. your kelp uh, i mean there's a lot of different things that you can purchase that aren't really cannabis brands so when it comes to organic if you know how to do it and you want to have the brain power you can go and just get these pieces from your local city farmer or whatever place you you know you have at a farm store and get the products and mix it in you just need your peat moss and you're good to go
0: so it just it really depends but i'm curious to know about what you guys are using in the comment section we've talked about a lot of nutrients we talked about a lot of uh organics um maybe we didn't discuss what you're using so I'm, I'm i am interested to hear about what you're using in your garden what works what have you struggled with because i know things that i've struggled with other people have excelled with i put it in the comments let me hear from you i want to read it absolutely and if you're listening
1: to this you don't have an area to comment i know we all have got areas a forum 420 growers club you got mr grow is it MrGrow.com mr. grow- or is it gardening, mr. Grow- Yep i know he's got a forum over there pigeons has his discord and you know discord. patreon and we all got patreon areas so if you want to be able to engage and comment with the community obviously check that out free areas in certain places but uh yeah other than that i think that concludes it, boys i think that was a uh, great conversation gentlemen we'll have to hop over there on the old uh twitch here see you all on thursday on twitch probably gonna happen on like that slash from
0: the stash podcast absolutely that
1: being cool, said guys. this is rob from cannabis lifestyle tv chris aka mr grow at pigeons 420